chills, dreamy summer bites, flashes of horror and suspense. Bite back at the fear. Arabian Nights, or The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night. Volume 5, The Ebony Horse, narrated by Mav Sky. When it was the 361st night, Shahrazad continued, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that quoth the prince, When day shall break, do thou array them against me and say to them, This man is a suitor to me for my daughter's hand, on condition that he shall do battle single-handed against you all. For he pretendeth that he will not overcome you and put you to the root, and indeed that ye cannot prevail against him. After which, leave me to do battle with them. If they slay me, then it is thy secret surer guarded and thine honor the better warded. And if I overcome them and see their backs, then it is the like of me a king should covet to his son-in-law. So the king approved of his opinion and accepted his proposition, despite his awe at the boldness of his speech and amaze at the pretensions of the prince to meet in his fight his whole host, such as he had described to him, being at heart assured that he would perish in the fray and so he should be quit of him and freed from the fear of dishonor. Thereupon he called the eunuch and bade him to go to his wazir without stay and delay and command him to assemble the whole of the army and cause them to don their arms and armor and mount their steeds. So the eunuch carried the king's order to the minister who straightway summoned the captains of the host and the lords of the realms and bade them don their harness of daring do and mount horse and sally forth in a battle array. Such was their case. But as regards to the king, he sat a long while conversing with the young prince, being pleased with his wise speech and good sense and fine breeding. And when it was daybreak, he returned to his palace and, seating himself on his throne, commanded his merry men to mount and bade them saddle one of the best of the royal steeds with handsome cell and housings and trappings and bring it to the prince. But the youth said to the king, O king, I will not mount horse till I come in view of the troops and review them. Be it as thou wilt, replied the king. Then the two repaired to the parade ground, where troops were drawn up, and the young prince looked upon them and noted their great number. After which the king cried out to them, saying, Ho, all ye men, there is come to me a youth who seeketh my daughter in marriage, and in very sooth never have I seen a goodlier than he. No, nor a stouter of heart, nor a doughtier of arm. For he pretended that he can overcome you single-handed and force you to flight. And that were ye a hundred thousand in number, yet for him would ye be few. Now, when he charges down on you, do ye receive him upon point of pike and sharp of saber, 
for indeed he hath undertaken a mighty matter. Then quoth the king to the prince, Up, O my son, and do thy devour on them. Answered he, O king, thou dealest not justly and fairly by me. How shall I go forth against them, seeing that I am afoot and the men be mounted? The king retorted, I bade thee mount, and you refused. But choose thou which of my horses thou wilt. And then he said, Not one of thy horses pleaseth me, and I will ride none but that on which I came. Asked the king, And where is thy horse? Atop of thy palace. And what part of my palace? On the roof. Now when the king heard these words, he cried, Out on thee, this is the first sign thou hast given of thy madness. How can the horse be on the roof? But we shall see at once if you speak the truth or lies. Then he turned to one of his chief officers and said to him, Go to my palace and bring me what thou findest on my roof. So all the people marveled at the young prince's words, saying one to another, how can a horse come down the steps from the roof? Verily, this is a thing whose like we've never heard. In the meantime, the king's messenger repaired to the palace, and, mounting to the roof, found the horse standing there, and never had he looked on a handsomer. But when he drew near and examined it, he thought that it was made of ebony and ivory. Now the officer was accompanied by other high officers, who also looked on, and they laughed to one another, saying, What is it of the like of this horse that the youth spoke? We cannot deem him other than mad. However, we shall soon see the truth of his case. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say.